Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Staying Forever Strong. Today I have Sarah Lightman, a national recording artist, um, here with me, and we're going to have a little special surprise at the end, so I'm excited for that. Hey Sarah, how are you? Hey, I'm good, how are you? Good, thanks. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course. I love your studio. It's so cool with oh. your microphone and... Yeah, it's like, it's basically my apartment, but with a sound setup. Um, my boyfriend's a sound engineer, so he always makes sure all the gear in place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his role in the house. He's like, is your sound set up? And I'm like, what sound? And he's like, okay, I'm going to set up sound. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Okay." laughs> is he like your sound person and stuff, too? Or Yeah, I would say so. Um, like, when I'm live... Um, he would be like my first choice. Um, not just because he's like my boyfriend, but like he's actually like a really great sound engineer. Yeah. He's worked with like uh Willow Smith. Um who's gonna be touring with Alan Bailey until tour got put off because of the <laughs> pandemic. Um and just like, uh, you know, magic, um, a couple other artists. Um I, I know he's gonna be working with like some forty one at one point. So like um yeah, That's so cool. he like mostly does live sound, but he did produce my stuff that all the stuff I've put out so far. Um, so um, that's kind of how we met. It was really funny. He was like, hey, I want to produce your stuff. And I was like, um, really? Like, you think it's good enough? Like, I didn't know. I didn't really have a lot of confidence back then. So I was like, okay, we could try it. And I was like, okay, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Yeah, a little uh, short story for the day. <laughs> yeah, why not? I love that. Um, have you guys been quarantined together or? Yeah. I mean, he has like a little home base studio that's down the street basically. Yeah. Um, but it's like a private, you know, home studio. So we've been blessed where we can, we can still create things. Um, and that's like cool. Yeah. Try stuff. yeah. Very cool. So, so how have you been hanging in during all this crazy time and Staying, trying to stay positive and strong? Um, it's been a little crazy for me because, you know, we went into quarantine, but my career didn't really stop mm -hmm. in, in some ways, but in other ways it did. So, like, all my live shows are now, I'm doing live streaming every day. And so, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so, it's like, that's been a thing that keeps going. But then I had to take, like, two weeks into quarantine just to, like, process everything and, like, at first, I was like, I don't know how many times to wash my hands. Oh, I touched the table. Do I wash my hands? And like, my hands got so dry. And I was like, and I was like, I touched the cabinet. And then, and my boyfriend's looking at me like, you haven't been anywhere. And I was like, but what if it's on on the table like they said, and it like lasts? And like, so there was like a, this OCD moment that got so bad that I was like, you know, you start washing the bottle that you're that has the soap in and you're like okay this is too far yeah <laughs> so that's like kind of what happened and then like after a while you know as they started to update everybody like okay guys yes wash your hands yes like wash things that touch foreign things but like it's not that bad so like it just felt so crazy like you're like I don't know when it's gonna get me and it, it's literally just yeah. you know, it's just like a, a really rough illness but like but like we're treating it like it's, I don't know, like, like the end of the world. And so yeah. like, 
So that was like kind of me at first. And like, you know, I had a deep depression where I was like, oh man, I'm just really missing around like other people and like seeing like strangers. And um, because I, you know, I'm used to street performing and playing in, or playing in venues and other places where you're not around people you know. So it just became kind of weird for me. And then after that, I kind of came down and I was like, okay, I'm okay. Like, um, but everything that I, what I did during that time was, um, so just about every day I do some kind of form of meditation, whether it's loving kindness meditation. I like doing that one when I feel either like under the weather in my head or in my body or something feels off. It just reminds me that I'm wishing myself to be well and everybody else to be well and that it'll be like, okay. So that one like kind of like resets my mind. And then I do, I also do, have you heard of tapping? Yes. Yeah. So I've been doing tapping. I got into tapping because of the um, artist coach that I study with, um, Danny Felt. She does like I don't know if you know her. She's, she's like very sociable and she was, she's a natural. So like every, she like knows everybody. I don't know how she, she's like magical. Yeah. So that's so anyway, so cool. Yeah. So she told me about it and I was like, okay. And then I already go to like regular talk therapy. Luckily we've been doing it online with my therapist. So, um, because I have just seen, I mean, everyone has anxiety, but mine's definitely maybe a little bit more intense where it kind of interacts with my life a little bit more than other people. So, so I go every week just to like, you know, talk and clear through everything and maybe like go through like if something from the past came up, bring that up. Um, so I, I, I told her about, I was like, Hey, so like you heard of this tapping thing. She was like, yeah, there's like this app. So I downloaded an app to like help guide me through it. Um, which was cool. So I've been doing that and there's like different ones you choose, but you can do it on your own without the app if you want. But I like having that like guidance. Like yeah. So that's what I've been kind of doing. And then, um, you know, just a healthy mixture of having a to-do list really helps. So like when your mind just goes like, okay, what else do I do? Like, what can I do? What can I keep my mind off of this? Or how can I relax? So, so I try to keep a to-do list, but I don't punish myself if I don't finish it. Yeah. Cause that's a big thing, you know? Yeah. Um, the one that I'm really struggling with is exercise. It's hard when you're like inside and you're like, uh, exercise. <laughs> like what's that? Right, you're like, I can do it inside, and then you try it, and you feel like you're dying, because it's, like, inside your house, so it feels very restrictive, so, um, but that's what I, that's kind of, like, the combination of what I've been doing, and then reaching out to, you know, friends and family and stuff. Yeah, that's all, that's also important, too, and I think the most is, like, just taking care of yourself first. Yeah, absolutely, it's been a big thing, um, especially, um, a couple of weeks into quarantine, my grandfather um, passed away and he didn't pass away from the illness. Yeah. He, he had Alzheimer's and he, he was really like kind of like wearing down. Um, but like, you know, he lived till he was 90. So, you know, I was thankful he was able to, that's a pretty long time. Yeah. I'm <laughs> um, and he, to hear that. Yeah. And he still had a sense of humor. So he wasn't himself, but he still had bits of himself. And, yeah. Um, he didn't completely forget everything. So, um, so that was like the nice thing he did and he didn't suffer. Um, his body just was like, I'm good. I think it's time. I don't want to deal with this illness going around. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we had, we were lucky enough where we able to zoom like a mini funeral. Yeah. Uh, because I'm Jewish. So like you have to, Me too. 
Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. So you know, you have to bury the people within like 72 hours, so they say. So they were able to bury him over Passover um, the first Friday, um, or really the only Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only eight days. So um, yeah, uh, so it was, it was really cool. We had a female rabbi. My grandfather always liked the idea of a female being a religious leader just in power. Just really cool. He was like really yeah. time in that way. And she had this operatic voice. She was singing through a mask because you got to wear a mask. And I was like, wow, this is really impressive how she can resonate. <laughs> and I, I'm hearing this through Zoom. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it was, it was definitely like a hard week. But then like, you know, a week later I was like, okay, it's like, I'm okay. There's still yeah. And then I been writing songs and stuff and definitely wrote a song about that. Um, just to, you know, get it out. Mm -hmm. um, so that's like everything in a nutshell. <laughs> well, I like it all. Um, so we have a little surprise for everybody. Yeah. If you want to start, you're more than welcome. Okay. <laughs> so I bet you were wondering, well, why is she on a microphone? I mean, I couldn't, you know, not do a little something. Um, my music yeah, is yeah. branding and uplifting people and, and, you know, sharing my story from a point of view of dealing with my own, um, you know, mental health and issues and problems and obstacles. And I like to do it in a way to help people, you know, be comfortable facing their battles and when it's uncomfortable. So like becoming comfortable in the uncomfortable, if that makes any sense. Yep. So uh, this song I wrote about my move to LA. Uh, Los Angeles, where I am right now. Uh, I moved from Philadelphia. I had graduated from college um, at Temple University, and then I moved here like maybe six months after, and it was just a crazy time. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. It's called All Right. Daylight's no baby, but when I go home, catch yourself to 
appreciate it yeah absolutely thanks for having me of course this was another episode of staying forever strong and i will talk to you guys soon bye